Greetings, everybody. This is Great. Welcome. Today I'm going to be doing something a little different. I'm going to be making up a story as I go along. This story is called Remy and Robert. So, kick back, relax. Enjoy the makeup as I go along story. Okay, here we go. Chapter 1 Are you sure you want to do this, Robert? Remy asked. She was hesitant about doing this, stealing bread. Look, Robert said, we're hungry, very hungry. Yes, but the steel bread, she said, it's stealing, it's, or hungry, Robert said sternly at his sister. They were twins, and the same age. They knew that stealing was wrong, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Anyways, Robert said, like I always say, desperate times call desperate measures, I know, I know, but this, really, really, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it, no, I know we have to do it, Remy said, Remy was a girl, her name was so with an I at the end, Robert, however, was the leader. And Remy always agreed. She very rarely disagreed with her big brother. Her big brother was older by a few minutes. But nonetheless, they were still the same age. Six years old. It was the Victorian era. These children are dressed in rags, head to toe. So it's no big surprise when you see people walking by them and groaning in dismay and calling them urchins and paupers and stuff like that. Stuff that wouldn't be used in our vocabulary today. I'm tired of people calling us paupers and urchins. We weren't born like this. I know, Robert said. We were once a rich family. We were once like them. Yeah, Remy said sadly. But we never called the poor this way. I know, Robert said consolingly. And our family taught us better. Well, they abandoned us, Robert said. You would think they had enough sense to not do that. Yes, but... No. No, you're right, 
Remy said, after pausing for a moment. Then she was determined to steal the bread with her brother. The plan was simple. Distract and steal. That's how they always did it. Distract the owner. One person would distract the owner. And the other would steal. So far they haven't gotten caught. At least not yet. Okay, you ready? Robert said. Unfortunately. Ray replied. Then let's get this over with. Yeah. Chapter 2. Are you sure you want to do this? Yet again, Remy asked. Of course I want to do this. We're starving, damn it. Robert said. You have a point, Remy said. We need to keep our voices down, otherwise we'll be heard. Yeah, you're right. Okay, here we go. Remy walked up to distract the owner, while her brother began stealing the bread. Slowly, but very methodically. Then, with a tap of his foot, a slight tap, they both ran. It was their signal. Their chosen signal. So that way, they would be able to signal to each other that it was time to go. Thief! Stop on their thieves! cried the big owner. Suddenly, a man stopped them. Both of them. Grabbed one of them with each of their hands. Let's go, Robert demanded. I'll pay for the bread. How much did they steal? About a pound's worth. The baker said, A pound's worth of chubby. Said the man. Robert looked confused, and said Remy. Remy was the more logical one. She was thinking that if they were going to steal, they should have waited till night, then picked the lock, then stolen. And she had mentioned this idea to her brother. But, no. Robert was more go, go, go. He decided to wait until the shop was open for him to steal. Despite, her sis despite his sister knowing how to pick locks. So the mysterious man paid for the bread. Don't do it again, kids, the baker said. Otherwise, I'm calling the cops. Let me show you. They won't. I 
I'm going to make you so sure they won't. Said the baker. Because I'll be their benefactor. I know that. Remy, of course, looked even more confused. Robert tried to say something, but the man covered his mouth. They don't look like they know you. They're just shy, the man said. After a moment of pausing, he got them out of the bakery. Who are you? Mary asked. Yeah. Who the hell are you? Did you see this just to arrest us? Are you a cop? Robert continued. No. Not a cop. The man said. Just a friend. Of whose? Robert demanded. For a young kid, he can be pretty demanding. For information, at least. A friend of yours. You might not remember me since you were so young. But just for the sake of it, I'm going to introduce myself. Mr. Bancroft. Aaron Bancroft. The children look puzzled. They don't remember that name. You only met me once. Sorry about what happened to your parents, he said. We ain't, said Robert. We highly doubt they're ever coming back. They left us to die, to rot. If I ever see them again, gladly spit on their feet. He muttered. That concludes chapter two. And it also concludes this podcast. By the time you're listening to this, it'll be oh fairly soon. This is Girl Right signing off. Thank you. Goodbye. Chapter 3 
Mr. Bancroft turned for a placating tone. I understand how you feel, Robert. I'm angry too. Angry that your parents did this, you and your twin sister. And Remy started crying. It was bad enough that she still loved her family, despite the fact that they had been her and her brother. And she already had a hard time facing the facts. And even the possibility that they might not have even loved her or her brother. Even if they acted like they did. Please. She begged. Please. Just. Don't talk about it. Please don't find me. Mr. Bancroft noticed the tears in her eyes. She knelt down and he tried to hug her. Robert quickly advanced and said, Get away from my sister. Mr. Bancroft paused for a moment. Or she said, and try a different tactic. Remy? You still love them, don't you? It's not your concern, Mr. Bancroft. She wept. Very softly, of course. Well, I'm going to take you to the... What? Robert demanded, what do you mean you're here to take us to them? They listen to the rot. It's very complex. How can it be complex? Robert asked. They left us here to rot and I expected us to come back. Do you remember? They told you to wait until a friend came. That friend never came. It was supposed to come that night. Or she. I don't remember the name. That friend was me. And I didn't come that night. Right here night. I waited and waited. Rory came up. I didn't want to give up. I never wanted to give up. 
Really still crying. Still crying, crying. Alright, the hand looked like he felt ready to smack someone. Not Remy, of course. He would never do that to her. But possibly a grown up. Despite Remy being less small as in Robert's. Robert's is a. Her liking a D or probably her being this small in stature. She allowed Stephen to hold her. Despite Robert's demands to put her down, she told him, It's okay. Robert. It's okay. I like this. I like this feeling of being warm and loved. You may have forgotten, but I haven't. How can you say that, sister? I've never forgotten. And why do you act like you have? It's the only way to keep me from acting like you. I'm falling into despair. Mr. Vancroft said, You should probably eat. You want to break with this pattern? Yes, of course. I reached out softly. Everything I've done, she wishes me to do. Chapter four. Remy, Mr. Bancroft said, Don't be guilty. Don't feel guilty. You did what you thought was necessary, so did your brother. I won't tell a word of what you did. I won't breathe a word of it. I've been watching you both. From afar, really. Then why didn't you come get us? Yes, 
Renewal is quite frankly a good question. Because I was ashamed of myself forgetting. Yeah, I forgot the voice? Yes. If I thought I remembered too. You're already taking action to yourselves. Even if you're so guilty. You could have said so many times. Unless I'm glad you did now. So please eat. Mr. Bancroft said. You can have a piece of bread and give it to Remy. She was hesitant. But she ate it. She took a very small bite. And by the time she finished, the love was gone. Are you full? Yes. Yes. My brow is chilling. If you don't mind, I'd like to rest. I mind it all, he said. I'll get a carriage. Why do your parents want to see us? Or I have sleepily. They would die. That was enough to wake up Robert. Remy was already asleep. Fast asleep. So unconscious that she wasn't able to hear her questions answered. Mr. Background placed his coat. On her to keep her warm. When they arrived, you woke up and explained everything to her. She tried not to cry. She saw her, her parents looking. It's my fault. She told them I didn't come to them. Like I promised you I would. I had forgotten. I had to find them. Where did you find them? At the bakery. Well, I won't tell you what they were doing. I really did. I'm sure they had a reason for it. It was as if they had an unspoken communication. It said everything that Remy knew. Because she started crying 
Hurts and nothing. Absolutely nothing. He just stared at the floor, not looking at his parents. Robert, come here for a second. Oh, well, your son did, he said. I hate your son. You left me to die. That wasn't our intention. We are original transgenders to leave you in care of her until you found another home. We began to tell the truth about everything. Do you remember when we lost our money? Yes. I do. We couldn't afford to keep you. That's why we tried leaving you in the care of our friend. The brother said. But he didn't come. Robert protested. He didn't come until recently. He glared at Mr. Aircroft. If he had considered. When I was already just stealing, begging, pickpocketing, we know. We're partially to blame. We should have come to him directly. We're so sorry. I'm not supposed to make it okay. Anyway, oh, it was good. It's not. We'll never forgive ourselves for what we've done. We just must say our final goodbyes to the best we can. I want to be given the care of Mr. Aircroft. I realize there is no one to me. Early scoffs and said, I don't trust him. I don't trust him as far as I could throw this stick. He held a stick that he picked up outside. And you could probably throw that stick into the nearest pond. Or farther. Soon afterwards, their parents had died. And that concludes this. Oh. Podcast. I'm going to write saying off. Bye bye.